Mennonites. I can't hear it here on this one. What am I doing wrong? <laughs> Uh, well, it might help if you just plug your in. Oh, okay, because uh, I thought it was plugged in over there. No. Plugged. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> That's something. Doesn't it work well when it's plugged in? Mm -hmm. so. All right. You were talking about 150 years ago. Let me tell you, 1873, on this date... A delegation of German Mennonites from Russia arrived in St. Paul to assess the state for settlement. Mennonite settler colonists soon established homesteads around Mountain Lake. I, when you got to settled here, I said they headed immediately for Mountain Lake, mm -hmm. which we, of course, drove through on the way to the Twin Cities all the time, very close to Fulda, within an hour. But it was a hardcore Mennonite community up to at least into the 60s or 70s it was pretty much well, who are the Mennonites? if you were not if you were not a Mennonite you probably weren't a successful merchant in that really? town for a long time yes I wonder if a Roycey came over in that crowd yeah they were Mennonites so oh. they were Catholics. what is a Mennonite like an Amish it's, yeah yeah I think so they're, they're very strict I think they are but uh, Mountain Lake Big basketball powerhouse. They won a state title in the early years, and for years they were good in basketball. Huh. And I want to punch myself in the head because okay. Butterfield, which is a much smaller town, was their big rival in mm -hmm. basketball, right? Mm -hmm. Big rival in, in all sports. Now they're merged together, I believe. or they At least they're merged with somebody. But there was a guy that I did a column on about 15 years ago. What the hell was his name? He had some nickname. He was famous for three counties, you know. But one year, they had lost 50-some games in a row to Mountain Lake. He slept on the roof of the bank. Oh. And before the game, he was going to sleep on the roof of the bank until... Butterfield defeated Mountain Lake, and Butterfield had a good team. I think they played twice that year. The second time they beat him, so he got to come off the bank. But I called this game. But he was interviewed, of course, on Boone and Erickson of course. while he was up on top of the bank of waiting for them. Now, this was years later when I wrote when I wrote about him. and But the best thing was he was a legend who would go to someplace up by Leech Lake every summer and spend two, three weeks drinking and fishing. But there was a road that they drove up. No, he'd, he'd do it two, three times a year, but there was a road they drove up, kind of a country road that they'd take all the way up. And they would stay, he would stop at all the bars on the right on the way up. Right. And then all the bars on the right on the way back. So they, they would hit every bar <laughs> going up. I think somebody else was driving, which yeah. would have been good. So this but, guy wasn't a player. He was a town no, banker. He, he was a, no, he just decided the bank was the best place all to right. sleep. He was just a town character. All right. But big, big, big dislike for Mountain Lake, you know, right. like every small town, like Fulda not liking Slayton. It was the same kind of thing. But Butterfield was really like this poor stepchild of Mountain Lake. So, But Mountain Lake, I remember a, a family moved to uh, Fulda. It was a Lutheran family. They basically had to get out because they 
we're going to own a business, but yeah, they, they weren't, weren't Mennonites, Mennonites, so it didn't work. So I don't know when that changed, probably 50 years ago, but anyway. I have a twins observation. I, let, I can't wait. Of all the injuries they've had, supposedly, mm-hmm. it's lucky Royce Lewis is yeah. not dead. And they told us he didn't have a concussion. Let's see what they're saying today about the stiffness of he his neck. He landed on his face. Yes. Well, and then his neck was... I'm he really wanted, it looked like he wanted to do a flip, but yeah. it was stopped by his face. Yes. And I'm really worried about the stiff neck. So uh, am I. If he plays Tuesday, I'll be shocked. But somebody has to play. What about tonight? They don't play tonight. Yeah, they off. do. No, they don't. According to the grid, they do. They don't play in Tampa tonight, do they? Oh, according to the Pioneer Press grid, they play tonight, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, They don't play tonight. They play tomorrow night in Tampa. Yes, they get a day off. Yeah. Here's the, uh, uh, yes, that was a little frightening, to say the least. Uh, The first baseman shouldn't be there, but he was trying to catch the ball. Right. And there's a big lug, too, that first baseman. So, yeah, that was a little frightening. And, like, was it Thursday or Friday, he took the big divot out in left field running after him. You weren't, you weren't seeing it, but but it looked like there goes his knee. There goes his knee again. That didn't happen either. How's the line go, Pat? If it wasn't bad luck, he'd have no luck at all. Yeah, that's probably it. Here's... Here's the big problem, though. Don't tell me we're on a, are we on a are we on a Buxton watch? Well, he should play Tuesday. He got he got drilled with a hundred with a ninety seven mile an hour fastball straight in the rib. So it was sore. So they probably gave him an extra day. But he was sore. But he's been striking out at a rate that's unbelievable. So is Kepler. So is Gallo. Kepler should be done. Kepler should not. I agree be, with you. Kepler should not be on the team Tuesday. You got the Walner kid from North St. Paul. Uh, not North St. Paul. Uh, one of the St. Paul suburbs. Where the hell is he from? I don't know. Uh, he's tearing it up. You got Larnick and St. Paul, both those guys. You, they're both left-handed hitting outfielders. It's over. Kepler's, this is year four of not being able to produce. There's nobody that's going to give you anything for him. No sense of keeping him any longer. Pay him off and say... And if he goes someplace and succeeds, yep. all that does is that's fine. Who cares? Because yep. you you have proven to yourself whatever's wrong with him, you can't fix him. Mm-hmm. You can't fix him. So let him go. Will that I happen? don't think you I think so. I gotta think that he's I gotta think we're gonna read Tuesday that he was cleared waivers and designated for assignment or something. I can't believe he's gonna be in the lineup Tuesday. He's pathetic. 192 now, mm-hmm. and remember when they uh, when we got the shift, we got rid of the shifts because yeah. he hit the ball to the right field more than anybody. This was going to help him. So without those shift hits, he might be 180. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, it's he's got to go. It's just some. You got to admit it doesn't work. You're not going to get anything for him anyway, and nobody's going to trade you anything. So just let him go. Give whatever else happened a try. to Sano? Do we know? He is still in the Dominican, as far as we know. He got a three million dollar buyout on his. He had a twenty-seven million. He made nine million a year for three years, uh, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, and then there's a three million dollar buyout that they paid him for this year. So I don't know if he decided to 
uh, you know, spent a year getting in shape and looking for a job next spring. But he, you would have thought that he would have went to Japan or Korea or Korea or someplace. But uh, nobody knows. Uh, he's been asked. People have asked about it, and they have a they've had a hard time contacting. Are him. we on a Korea watch? Uh, here's what got has me irritated about that. We got this plantar fasciitis, Joe. That's right. just warts on your heel, isn't well, it? Well, not warts. It's like the tendon or whatever is yeah. underneath there stretched out or something. Yeah. But the the Minnesota Timberwolves invented plantar fasciitis. None of us had ever heard of it until the mid-90s when their point guard, Michael Williams, got it, and he missed like the entire season. But here you got, so it's the connection between the heel and the arch, right? Okay. And that thing is stretched out. So now he doesn't play all weekend. Now you're going to Tampa and Toronto to play on artificial turf mm-hmm. for six games. Why not put him on a day, DL? Mm-hmm. Let him spend the 10 days here, stay in the batting cage until you can recognize the difference between a curveball and a fastball that you're taking down the middle of the plate and try to get your act together. And then bring them back uh, when you get back home. Do something. It's uh, Joe, I think it's now 21 games, which is out of 61, that they've scored two runs or fewer. Mm-hmm. That's, that's enormous. The boys, uh, they're not exciting to watch. They're, they uh, certainly aren't uh, at the plate. That's for sure. The pitching. I mean, Joe Ryan was as good as you can get yesterday. He loses. And uh, Sonny Gray was... If if that if Sonny Gray that kid hadn't popped up and hit the two run homer, he was going to pitch seven innings in about twenty minutes. It was mm-hmm. uh, that game was just flying, mm-hmm. and then uh, they managed. But you know, if you get behind in the sixth seventh inning, now you know you're lost. They rallied on Thursday. They got three runs in the eighth. It was a miracle, and then then won it in extra innings. But. Uh, this is the best starting pitching they've had in years, and it doesn't make any difference. I like the wrestler, though. I like the kid from North, North St. Paul, Louis Barlin. Yeah. he He's a wrestler. Is he? All-time winning wrestler at North St. Paul. Really? He pitches like a wrestler. Yeah. He goes, he's, they showed a little tape of him. He goes out before the, an hour before the game, studies the mound. He mm-hmm. does this whole prep thing, and... And vision does all this visionary work, and uh, he is a uh, he is the proverbial bulldog. That kid. Good. Some nights his stuff is not going to be great, but uh, he's uh, he goes after them for sure. And of course, his brother, older brother by about eighteen, I don't know how many months. I know that mom, when the two brothers and a daughter were born, she had three in diapers. She they she had the prover- they aren't Irish, but they had the Irish. Triplets, you yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. So, not and uh, and uh, his brother started the season with Milwaukee at Rule Five Draft Gus, but uh, then he got hurt. Then he got hammered a couple of times. I think they might have him back on the disabled list or something. But uh, they've, uh, you know, they were really close together, and uh, as far as age was concerned, and both pitched at. That prestigious baseball uh, hotbed, Concordia in St. Paul. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I meant to look at the Milwaukee 
Brewers box score yesterday. Mm-hmm. Were they home yesterday? Yes, I believe so. Well, no, because they only drew 17,000. That no. smacks of Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, that's where it was. Because I saw a lot of traffic heading to that ballpark, but they, I don't think they were home. No, they probably weren't. No, they couldn't have been. How about that? Today's Star Tribune, four-page sports section. Yeah. That's a little frightening on Monday. That's what we have every day. Mm-hmm. Well, once in a while, the Star Tribune during the week, you'll have six pages, but one and a half of them will be classified. How about these games that get over before 10 o'clock and sometimes the paper says late? Not us. Oh, maybe, maybe uh, not. This year we're making a lot more runs because uh, the, the games are getting over. Guess who the publisher is of the Chicago Tribune? Par Ritter. <laughs> that phony. That little twerp. Wow. And oh, they have uh, White Sox in Detroit on Friday night. We're done before 10. Didn't and the, the Saturday paper. morning Chicago Tribune did not have the score. Well, our new uh, second baseball writer is Bobby Nightingale Jr. Yep. Bobby Nightingale <laughs> is, was working five years for the Cincinnati Inquirer, which is a Gannett paper. And his deadline for his Reds copy for the next day's print edition was 1.30 in the afternoon. They got no finals there. What? Gannett was not getting... They, well, they're just they, putting them there. Well, they're already out of business. They're yeah. hastening it. Yes. that's. I mean, there's no purpose. Who would, who would subscribe... How did this Par Ritter phony end up as the <laughs> publisher of the... Where, he ended up at our place, yeah. too, right? Then he got He's, ran out of there because he stole proprietary advertising stuff from the Pioneer Press. Yes, that's right. After he he came over and he was going to re, remodel the, the Pioneer Press and lasted about... how Did he last a year no, before he I bailed? Don't know. Not too long. I don't know how the hell they hired him. I can't remember who, who owned the Star Tribune when they hired him. I don't know. Might have been that hedge fund. You know, Parra was very good at one thing, having always having a bottle of water with him because that made him look like a, an executive. You have okay. to have that bottle of water. Well, he had a, one thing going for him. He was a Ritter. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that must still be going for him. Yeah, that that is weird. How could he get hired there? I don't know because I don't even know who owns him anymore. I think the same people who own the Pioneer Press. That's I think it's that hedge fund me- guy. Digital media? Yeah. Because yeah. it ain't that Zelly guy, the real estate developer. No, he's gone. he sold it again. Yeah, yeah, he pretty much disemboweled it, right? What a! It's a bad paper, man. There's nothing in it. There's yeah, nothing it's bad. Oh, it's just terrible. I know Chip told me that they had uh, Chip Scoggins. They because they there was a rumor out that they had six sports writers, which can't be true, but they had six sports six guys actually covering mm-hmm. all these pro teams and everything in town. He was there in the. Uh, what, late 80s, early 90s? Six prep writers. Yeah, I believe and that. six full-time prep writers, yeah. you know, because they covered the hell out of the preps back then. How's yeah. the Miami paper doing? they got to be following the Heat and the uh, Panthers. Yeah, they should. I don't know how they're doing. Tampa Bay, though, Tampa Times, Yeah, they're printing two days a week. Oh, the rest of the, time it's, rest of the time it's online. They're printing two days a week. And they're the only paper left because the— uh, they ran the Tribune out of business, the Tampa Tribune. <laughs> I predict the Panthers will also get a road victory tonight, and both Miami clubs will go back with a split. The Panthers, you know, I watched a little bit of that game. 
I thought they were the better team for what I was watching, but then Vegas gets the tie-breaking goal, so makes it three to two. You know what? Who gets the next one is really the uh, motto of uh, mm-hmm. of the NHL these days in the third. Mm-hmm. As Tommy Reed once said, in overtime, the next goal will be a big one. And, That's uh, right. I, it usually is. It? it is. It is. But, uh, boy, it seems a long while ago our team was eliminated, wasn't it? <sighs> Both our teams. It seems a long time ago. Well, I don't think the teams. Wild played in May. No, they I didn't think they were May. done by May. They won two, though. Oh, they were ahead two to one. That's yeah. right. Then they lost three straight. Yeah. I asked Luke, grandson Luke, who's a big, big Wild fan. You know, he was the jinx for a while. Right. He went, and then, then last year he was the winner. He went from the jinx to the winks. Last yep. year he won a lot of, two years ago he won a lot of games. Seven or eight times he said they won every time he was there. But he was breaking it down that you just, you know, they don't, they just don't have that. Once without Kaprizov, they not scoring goals. They just no they, power they don't play. Have a, yeah, no penalty no power kill. Play. He says, he says he's thirteen, and he said they do this to us every year. Yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, okay. Joe, your memory is great. The Minnesota Wild did not make it to May no. last game of the year, April twenty eighth, okay. when they were eliminated. They're at the lake already. They oh the man, lake. the people I felt sorry for were the bar owners on West Seventh. Oh, they, they, they had when it was two again. To, when they had two to one lead, they had dreams of a of a May bonanza, didn't they? How about if they were still playing in this weather? Those oh. barkeeps couldn't keep no, the inventory. No, no they'd have to. Uh, I went into Tom Reed's before Game Four, which became the key game of the series. And uh, two hours before the game, it was hand-to-hand combat trying to get a drink. And it looked like that way all the way up and down the street. Yeah, they, had- they are not afraid to spend money, Wild fans. No. They, first of all, they got the jerseys and they got the kids coming to the games with them. And then they got the... And then they if, they, if you don't bring your kids, you spend two hours on the West 7th uh, going to the various mm-hmm. uh, establishments, which is great. You have heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the fourth. 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser. Hey, everybody. It's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. 
Weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to Factormeals.com slash SportsTalk50 and use code Sports Talk 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Sports Talk 50 at factormeals.com slash sports talk 50. Get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Are you familiar with the Los Angeles Country Club? Supposed to be the best. I'm not supposed I'm to be not aware of it. Well, because they never let them on. This is the first time they let them on. I think they had a did they have a U.S. amateur there or something? I they don't let know. them on again. I'm looking forward to no, it they we were, get primetime golf. The USGA and had been trying to get on there for years, hmm. and they wanted. It's supposed to be the best best golf course. In is LA. it near Riviera? I wonder where it is. It's, I'll have to Google. I've driven by it. There's a road that goes through it, huh. so it's split. Oh, it's split. Kind of. There's. Uh, Chad Hartman has played there a few times because he, when he was with the Timberwolves, they yeah. travel around and he's taught, he, he says it's fabulous. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm anxious to see it. But it's, uh, you know, they it's uh, this week. They it? wouldn't, yeah, they yeah. wouldn't let him on. It is this. Well, it ends. Yeah, it's, isn't it this week? Usually, it's Father's Day, yeah. and that's the next week. Yeah, so. maybe it's not till next week. When is it? Well, let's look her up, Pat. Yeah. What do you think, Let's Ros- look her up. Roscoe, when's the U.S. Open? I'm going to look her up. It should be I a 99% percent sure it's this weekend because I just saw... Well, actually, maybe it could Memorial, be next week. Uh, I think it might be next week because the Memorial and the U.S. Open aren't back-to-back. You know, a quick Google search. Yes. I'm ge- I'm on it. Just be sure, make sure you're not looking up the Columbia golfer like uh, Rookie's been known to do. You're trying to give us the scores from the Masters... In a tournament being played in Bogota. <laughs> no, nah, I think it was whoever said Father's Day weekend was correct. It's June 15th through the yes, 18th. Yeah, there okay. is some qualifying tournaments this weekend, though, because okay, I, yeah, did you yeah. see we have, well, first off, there was an 18-year-old who won on the LPGA this weekend. Yes. It's, it's not it's, this weekend. She was an amateur uh, last week. She won the NCAA. Yeah, right? good for her. Yes. And we have allegedly, this is what I was talking about when I got confused, there's a 13-year-old Male, teenager, Major, attempting Major. to qualify oh, for the male oh, U.S. Oh, Open. Oh, okay. well, 13 years old? We've had 13-year-old girls. You know, In- incredible enjoy. on both sides. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's supposed to be a man. You, of course, were being transported back home and didn't get to see the memorial. You should have I seen saw the, the playoff. Cr- you should have seen the crowd. Yeah, there had to be. Where you see the playoff, there yeah. had to be fifty thousand people right. on that hole. What's Victor wrong Holman. with you people? Yeah, Jack's getting a little old. Yeah, he is. So is Barbara. Yeah, they had to make the pilgrimage up there to kiss their rings. Yeah, yeah, they have to talk about what a thrill. I was hoping that uh, you know what the papers don't do anymore. They don't put down money one. No, they don't. I want to know they how just, much you won. The first agate you get. Doesn't have money, so they just put that in and get on with life. I want the money. I was hoping, anyway, when they asked Vicar Hovland about what a thrill it was, that he was going to 
say, nah, you know, we don't know much about him in Norway or something, but you have to say about what a thrill it was. He seems like a good guy. He seems like a good kid, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he played here, you know, the the year they had Morikawa, Matthew Wolf, and him. With the year Wolf won? Yeah, the, and Hollis got him in their, like, their first tournament because some of they were the year Wolf won, who's the one who can't play anymore. He's with Liv. Yeah, but he doesn't do anything with right. them either. But uh, he, he thought they, he thought Marikawa and Hovland were great guys. He said Wolf was a little different. Yeah, he's a high-strung fellow, I mm -hmm. guess. But he won there, so and yeah, it was uh, maybe Victor will show up because of uh, all the Norwegians in uh, Minnesota, huh? There are plenty. Yes, yes, but it was uh, it was amazing crowd. I think Liv's going to be around though. They're starting to draw people. You haven't told me what you think of the NBA. I thought that uh, Miami is a pretty astounding story in the sense they got these guys that kind of came out of nowhere, and they, they get them, they make threes all over the place, and they win a game. The mm -hmm. Struess, he was nobody. Uh, Vincent, nothing. Uh, the guy named Martin, who was a big star in the last series, and then uh, Duncan Robinson, who is a draft choice, but had had a terrible year and wasn't playing a lot. He comes and wins the game in the second half. I think it's been pretty good. I think it's been pretty good. Same problem everybody else has. The fourth quarter can take an hour and a half while they uh, review every little thing. And Do you have a membership to The Athletic? Are you a, you can log on to it? Uh, you know, I don't think. I think mine lapsed. I don't think. There was a piece in The Athletics getting to be two weeks ago about how the Panthers were put together, and I really wanted to read that, and they wouldn't let me read it on the Internet. No, you got to be a subscriber. I'm not going to. It's don't pretty wanna. cheap. Yeah, but I'm not going to. I'm going to need it twice a year you yeah, know, for that. They, yeah. Well, they do a lot of stuff, but a lot of national stuff, you know, so they, but I I think New York Times owns it now, you know. I didn't know that. They bought it, yeah. They bought it a little over a year ago. So, you know what, though? And this isn't. A hundred percent, but they uh, they seem to be fairly positive about things. They're not quite the cranky bastards we are mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. in the newspaper game. There, I think the whole New Deal is try to get along with people, mm -hmm. which is well, I don't think that's bad, but it's too late for me. I mean, I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not changing. Why would you but, change everything now? Yeah, right. I mean, it's uh, you know. I, I saw some stuff this week. I said, okay, they can't really believe this, but, you know, it's going to, the public's going to like it. It's not a very positive thing. I want to get into it. I said, I just haven't been able to make that transition mm -hmm. <laughs> of writing what I don't believe in order for people to think high, more highly of me. I, it's too late. What do I care? Were you disappointed in the Twins crowds this weekend? Uh, not terribly. Twenty nine thousand on uh, Saturday night. Twenty. They had twenty six and twenty nine. Yesterday was twenty three. Yeah. We don't like the heat. Not many on Thursday. But you know what I'm sick of? Prince night. Yeah. How many? Come hours? on. Every uh, year. We got. We buy. They've done it every year for six. Yeah. You no, know, there's got to be a statute of limitations. I would think. When so. did he die? Twenty sixteen. Twenty. That's enough. We don't need another that's Prince. Seven yet. years. We don't need another damn Prince T-shirt. 
Yeah. And he came and I was in the press box that night. They said, you know, they had, they come in with the giveaways right. if you want them. Said, I don't want a Prince T-shirt. No. But, what if, what if, what if, but look at it. It's all crazy stuff on there. Yeah. I mean, let the little guy go. Rest in peace. peace. He get, I wonder if his, uh, his heirs, whoever they ended up being, because that was a confused mess. I wonder if they get a cut. Do they get a piece of all these Probably Prince Probably all part of his estate. Yeah. Have we ever figured out the estate? I don't uh, know. It's, yeah, it has been settled. I don't mm. know how many relatives finally developed. Did he ever? Was there ever a Mrs. Prince? It was a couple. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Mm. And how tall was he? Five three. A little guy. Yeah, he was a little guy. I know that. But uh, the, the the Sid story is true. Sid love screaming at him. Hey, Prince. Yep. Hey, Prince. And Prince coming over and saying hello, Mr. Hartman. Yeah. That is a true story. That was that Miami a, Super Bowl. Yes, Miami Super Bowl. Is, that is, and uh, Prince knew do, knew damn well who Sid was. Oh, of course. He was, you know, he was he grew little, up with him. He wanted to be a basketball player in North High. You yeah, know, that was his goal. Yeah. People tell me he was a good guitar player. I don't. I never. He, paid he, Pat, he could play. He was good. Yeah, okay. he, he was all right. He was a good guitar player. Yeah, he could probably play every instrument. <laughs> Great work on the height, five foot three. That's Pat came up with it. Oh, was that you that said yeah. that, Pat? I'm sorry. Five, and I looked at Joe. My apologies. No wonder he couldn't play basketball for North. Five, Too three. damn short. 5'3". But Muggsy. that's why he screwed his feet up and his legs and got in so much pain because he wore heels. Oh, really? So his whole his life. Height oh, oh he so he didn't look so sharp. jump off a piano and land on those heels. Oh, it hurt you. Yeah, that hurt would, you. That would hurt you. That would hurt you. So, uh... You watching much TV lately? No. You don't watch series, do you? I watch Peaky Blinders. Okay. I liked it. Love and Death. Okay, I don't know that one. Uh, Olsen, what's her first name? The actress. Not Emily. What's, uh... It's about a true murder case in uh, Texas. Is it a series? This is seven weeks, yeah. Seven weeks? First one you can kind of go through in a couple of weeks, but it's really good. Wait a minute. Seven years worth? Seven weeks. Seven weeks. So seven, seven episodes. episodes. Seven episodes. Yeah. Elizabeth Olsen? Elizabeth Olsen. I could do seven episodes. Elizabeth Olsen is going to win every award they have to give. Really? She, she's the... Uh, She's the culprit in the thing, but it's it's fantastic. But you know the thing, Kirsten Dunst's husband, Kirsten Dunst, a babe, right? I guess. She's married to this big lump, Jesse Plemons, right? Isn't she, Roscoe? In I real will look life, that up. In real life, I think she is. And this guy has made a fantastic career the last six or seven or eight years playing the schlop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's... Isn't she married? Yeah, to Jesse Plemons as of 2022, well, so it? new. It must be something going on there someplace in his anatomy. I don't get it. Opposites of trash, Pat. She's an opposite of everybody. He's a lump. But uh, he plays. What era is this set in? Current? I know. Uh, 30 years ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah, in, down in Texas. And, hey. uh, love and death. Oh, your wife would love it. Say yeah. it in the microphone. Love and and death. And it comes up on the, if I say it in the microphone. Yeah, they should be able to Netflix. find it. Uh, no, it's on one of the other oh, ones. Oh, we got those. H Mac. Oh, we got all of them. Yeah. You know what? I thought I was saving big money when I got off of uh, uh, Comcast. 
I think I'm spending more. Yeah. All the apps. Yeah. We got apps, and then you call up an app, and they got on that app they got the same thing that you're paying money that you got separately that you're paying for. If it's on one, I I want I want the bride to find out what apps we're already getting before we order that same app separate. Remember yeah. when everybody wanted freedom so they could watch the sports that they wanted to yes. watch? And only that, right? Yes. Now we're coming back the other. I just want everything in one place. Yes, right. You had it all along. It's oh yeah, the uh the people my age are have the shut-ins, as Sid used to call them. Mm-hmm. The shut-ins are out of luck. We got Apple. We got Amazon. We got games. This year they're going to have an NFL playoff game on Peacock. You know, is, I think it was one of NBC's games that they could have put anywhere, and they're putting it on Peacock. Well, no. when the Twins are on Apple TV, what, every like I can't watch it. No, you haven't gotten there yet. I don't know how to now, do it. By the Apple Apple app sucks. They got about three shows a year you want to watch. So it's it's I, not worth it. I, I talked with you you know John Harrison, obviously. I've talked with him before. I still can't figure out what the MLS was doing by putting most of their games on Apple TV plus. No, they nobody watches them, I'm sure. But I can tell you I gotta look it up and see. Johnny Harrison is still let me see. I don't know how this happened, but where are my phone numbers? Oh, no. What is he in your phone as? Johnny Harrison. Where is he? He's still got the star as my contact. <laughs> so John Harrison is still my contact. So if they find me dead on the street gonna... or having a terrible heart attack, where's John live now? Uh, he's the suburbs, he's suburbs. about an hour from here. <laughs> hour from so here. Hold on, Pat. John. Just hold what on. What should we do with him? Should we keep him alive? Who's John him? He was a producer back there, and I was putting his nome and name in, and somehow he ended up being my official contact. And it's too funny to change. So I John. Keep... Is that what that means? If it's got a star? It's got the big star. That means if, I was they, wondering who the hell that if was. they find you near death, they're going to have uh, what they should do with you. John you Harrison is my loons contact because he <laughs> is still the pre- and post-match show Mine's on a kid AM 1500. Yeah. I didn't know I had that. Mine's Jonathan Harrison. <laughs> now, does Jonathan know? He knows, okay. yes. We I also about. have Greg Holcomb, the artist from Garage Logic. <laughs> He's on too. He's a... <laughs> He's a contact, too. Yeah, and the oh, CP is a contact. The CP's a contact. I only got one, John. It's up to John Harrison. Should we harvest his organs? It's up to Johnny to decide. I still have, I do you guys, uh, well, I'm diabetic, and sorry mm-hmm. to hijack Monday Night Sports Talk, but I, I wear one of these mm-hmm. in case they notice, but I also have the old school, do you guys have a wallet card for anything? No, no. And I always laugh at the wallet card. Do you think if they're trying to revive me or <laughs> get me right in a hurry, they're going to go rifling through my wallet to see what it says? Unbelievable. Uh, anyway, we're good. Yep. That was a hell of a show. All right. That was great.